Welcome to the Dementia Caregiver Talk Show, a podcast to help you navigate the senior care maze. Learn and laugh with us as we discuss creative solutions and ideas to common and uncommon dementia care challenges and how to make sense of the senior care industry and options even if you're not a professional. Welcome to the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. My name is Valerie, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Joanne Westbrook and Greg Phelps. And we have a very special guest today, and her name is Pam Spetta. Welcome, Pam, to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. So rumor has it that you're one of the speakers at the Positive Approach to Care conference. I had a little peek at the at the schedule and you'll be talking about a new approach to family caring. Now that sounds really interesting. I'm very curious. So would you mind giving us a little bit like an overview? Sure. It's a concept where a facility is a dementia safe facility, about as dementia safe as you can get, but it allows the spouses to continue to care for their loved one in a supportive manner, very much like a Ronald McDonald House does. So basically you could say it's a Ronald McDonald House for dementia, where families are together, supportive emotionally, physically, and psychologically. And uh, of course, there'll be an intensive amount of training because of the dynamics of dementia itself. But having gone through with my husband uh, until he passed away last July of Lewy body dementia, I cared for him at home and I worked full time at the same time, and I became a dementia trainer at the same time. Um, I know the difference between the education of how to care for him before I was trained versus after I was trained, and the difference is night and day. Before the training and education, I was so frustrated and upset. I was just the epitome of what everything a family member shouldn't do. And then after the training, it actually made his passing or his his road to passing a million times easier for me and my family. So in my mind, while I was still caring for him, I knew what I lacked and I lacked the emotional, physical and psychological support of others. If I'd had somebody in the house with me, I wouldn't have been alone and basically in danger, you know, because he had been on some psychotropic meds that reacted badly. And as a result, he hallucinated. And when you try and deal with someone that's hallucinating on psychotropics, it's impossible because they don't see you, they see through you. So one of the first things I did was get him off all the psychotropics so that I could manage him. And it really worked better that way. So the home itself will be focused on exercise, music, healthy eating. Um, a long, the home is going to be constructed small enough, in other words, about 4,000 square feet, so that we can put it into the small communities. So the small towns that don't have much option, that maybe has to move away from home to um, find a facility for their loved one, would be able to be in this facility and have the care the loved one needs and also be able to go to work or do whatever they need to do. Because he was diagnosed when I was 59 and he was only 60. So when you have to make a choice like that, if I quit my job to take care of him, well, guess what? We would lose the house. We'd lose everything because you have no social security. You have no backup. So um, this to me is a solution 
because it's a nonprofit and my nonprofit status was granted last week and the facility is not governed by the state. Wow. Spouses can care for their loved ones without the state intervention. We can literally keep all the expenses to a minimum. And I'm expecting the expenses to be somewhere around 2000 to 2500 a month for two people. So, and of course, being a community, communal area, we have a group kitchen where, you know, one of the residents cooks or we hire someone to cook or volunteers come in to cook. Um, so the residents can continue to have the diet they like, but a healthy diet, you know, so we have a garden. And then we're going to add a memory town to the facility that anyone in the community can use. But it's, it's geared for a rural area. So when I researched them, like down in San Diego, they have a memory town there, but it's for the big city. And in my little town, these people are farmers and they like to hunt and they like to fish. So this memory town would be for them. So we would have a barn with some chickens so we can have some eggs and, you know, little farm animals. And we'll have a chapel so they can have church service, um, a dementia church service, by the way, which is only about 20 minutes. Um, lots of music. Uh, we have got um, a lot of donations, one from Salesforce that's actually donating each one of the computer stations so we can monitor the progress. We can keep track of the weight and what they're eliminating and what their habits are, what their activity level is, what their interaction is. So we can monitor all of those things and really have a, a really healthy approach to a disease that is very, very, very devastating. Wow, <laughs> that is incredible. <laughs> yes. I mean, just the way you describe that, I it feels so uh, comfortable to me and so inviting. And I'm sure that families uh, are going to be absolutely amazed at what you've done. So I, I hope you can spread this to more places because we certainly need that kind of approach. And that's what the intent is is to build awesome. a model, a couple of sides of different models, depending upon the community, so that we can tailor it to the community and keeping the expenses down because it is communal living, basically. You're helping one another. Oh, You're going to, you know, <laughs> well, and if you did need to hire a caregiver, guess what? It's split five ways. So the caregiving price of it, plus each spouse will actually be dementia trained. Wow. So if, say, you have a spouse that can't afford 2000 a month, then they can just care give and be paid for that, or they could cook, or anything that I would need to do to pay for, they could do that job, landscaping or cleaning or whatever. So they can actually take it out and trade. So they don't have to be financially devastated, like what's happening now, what could have potentially happened to me. Yeah. Now I love that because it's like you're solving multiple problems in one. It's yeah, it's the financial aspect, but you're also giving support. We always say here on the show, you don't want to be the lone ranger. You don't yeah. want to go through this alone. You need the help and support. And if you have a community like that, right, that just you know makes it so much better for the person living with dementia as well as their partner and families. Right. So the caregivers themselves will, of course, be dementia trained. And because uh, I'm actually have another business where we're training dementia trained caregivers and we give them benefits like, you know, health and a 401k plan and educational help. So if wow. they want to continue and go to school to actually be caregiving a profession, 
so that they will take it seriously and they will improve. So the nurses from our community college um, are going to come to send their nursing students to learn how to care for people with dementia. So they're gonna work with us. We've got a problem with some homeless children in this town. The forget-me-not memory town will help them, you know, maybe get some employment so that they can learn a skill and then they can learn how to be caregivers and perhaps have a career for themselves. So I've tried to incorporate the community every way I possibly can. So the community involvement is important. You know, for people to come, uh, there's going to be a memory garden where you can buy a tree for your loved one, and it'll be a very calming, pleasant place to come with your family and remember your loved one. So it sounds to me like you have covered every problem that people have with this. I'm so happy for you. That's, I can't wait for you to talk to the uh, audience. I just think you're going to be, people are going to be so blown away by all of the work that's been put into this. And it's amazing. So you must be so proud of this. Yeah, it's been it's been frustrating for me getting it all together because nobody's done it before. Right. But I know in my heart that this has to be done. I know what I went through and it was absolute hell. And I, there are so many men and women in my position that are going through the same thing, doing it alone, not understanding what the process is. I spent Christmas alone, Thanksgiving alone, you know, all the holidays by myself because my family didn't live in town with me. They were out of town. Right. So it would come up, but it'd be after the holiday. So it was like, okay, so at least we could have family together, working together, complaining together. And with the, the facility itself will actually have two rooms. It'll have a room for the person with dementia and a living room or two bedrooms. So Uh say the dementia individual's got sundowners or has a problem at night, the spouse can sleep in a separate room and not be bothered, but the one with sundowners would be free to get up and move around and do whatever without bothering the spouse so that she would get sleep. Wow, that's so amazing. And, And the community together support each other. And that's another piece that is just so critical. People feel so alone um, and they don't, they also, even friends, they don't know how to interact with the person with dementia. So that other person gets isolated. So this is really an amazing approach. I just love this. Yeah, well, the forget, the the memory town is going to have a man cave. And duels with the guys, you know, non-alcoholic thing and, you know, things that they can do together to get away from the women. So Tipa said, she said, they kind yes. of- <laughs> yeah. How so wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. The community is really stepped up with the donations, you know, the landscaping and the, um, oh, just so much, even the land is being donated to me. So I mean, wow. Oh, God. Yeah, Valerie, can you believe this? This is amazing. I know, that is amazing. I was just thinking I would love to come and visit. Oh, yeah. Fabulous. I have a feeling Tifa will show up. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah, she's actually helped me through the process. I bet. You know, from the beginning when I told her about my concept and she really, really liked it. And of course, with the PAC support and the, the training and all everything that goes with it, 
she took she looked at the the blueprints for the home and gave me some really great ideas of what to do and wow. yeah she spent really quite a lot of time with me helping me develop the concept because it's got to be right the first time yes yes so well, if you're creating this beautiful model and honestly uh i know that tipa loves this concept and and the way you've done it along with her help, is going to be for sure something that will spread. I know it will because it's what we need in our country and actually anywhere around the world. It, this would be an amazing change for dementia, I think. Don't oh. you, Mel? I mean, it's just, it's priceless. Absolutely. And, and yeah, like I said earlier, it's an amazing change for the person living with it, for the care partner, for the families nursing students like the whole community really yeah. is a community project right that's wonderful oh. so you'll be at the conference right and the conference happens in Cary, north carolina this year the positive approach to care conference and it's on november 18th and 19th and it opens up with a uh, theater show called a gem's journey in the evening of the 17th and for those who would like to learn more about that they can visit our website at www.tipasnow.com that's www.tipasnow.com and there's a little conference tab right on the menu that that you'll be able to find and i'm going to put a link in the show notes and you'll be able to hear pam speak about the project there and present and i'm like i know i will be at the conference yes. and i'm going to be i'm really really curious and excited to learn more yeah, it is an absolutely wonderful and very, very needed project. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Thank um, you so much, Pam, for for joining our show today. Really marvelous. I like I said, I can't wait to to hear your life, and uh, and I think our audience is going to be, you know, I think we're going to get a lot of curiosity on this one because it's you know a lot of families struggle, and you found an absolutely wonderful and creative way to help others you know, through, through your own experience. So thank you so much. You're welcome. We're excited. We can't wait to see you. Yes. <laughs> uh, this is pretty exciting too. I feel like Kentucky Fried Chicken, Colonel Sanders, a new life after 65. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's so you couldn't have done anything that meant more to everybody. And this is just amazing. Really. Oh, all right. And so again, thank you very much. And thank you to our listeners. And we hope to welcome you back soon. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye, Pam.